for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. How's it going, everybody? Tom Quiet here with Live and Amplified. We have our second, our second, let me re- preface that, our second jam session podcast. This is something that we started back in 2020. And actually, our guest here today, Dustin Brown, was uh, one of the guests on the second time we relaunched that program. And uh, we brought him back here because he was traveling through Waco from San Antonio, going back home to Dallas. So it was one of those deals. He had an open on his schedule which it's really rare that you actually have a Friday open. I was kind of shocked that you said, yeah, let's do it on a Friday. (laughs) But um, really excited to have you here. It's been, I don't think I've seen you since we did the last jam session. I don't think we've been in, we've been in contact pretty good, I think, but which that's just the beauty, I guess, of modern day, you know, social medias and stuff like that. It's one of the, one of the pros of it. (laughs) You know, we feel like, feel like I haven't missed a beat, but yeah, it's been, been a couple years. It's been a good minute, but that's, you know, that's how it is. I, we've had you on a few of our, uh, podcasts and whatnot but you know it, it's all good um so it, it's really cool this year because i know in september you have a um or not september october i don't know why i keep saying september yeah, yeah. but it's october you have the uh, jam and in a jam down in a jam the jam down by the river um music <laughs> festival um which you started during covid was that in because of covid that you started it or yeah it actually was um in a way, because we we have friends that uh, basically a big group of friends of mine that always go to this other festival. Um, it had been rescheduled from, you know, I think they do it in the spring, April. They, they rescheduled to October. Then obviously COVID just kept going and going and going. But uh, all those folks just have like normal jobs and stuff, and they had moved their vacation for the second time, and they're like, "Well, we got to use it or lose it," kind of thing. And uh, they were joking in a group chat about, you know, let's make it a let's do our own music festival and then somebody tagged me in the group chat and said hey you know dustin brown can do that and i, I was like you know i really can guys like we could get some people yeah. um and then that's where the name is just kind of funny you know in a jam down by the river like in a van it was yeah. like the whole thing was a joke really it's like we'll do it for 2020 and then never again um and it was small it's not like we were out being irresponsible you know but um and we we're out, out outdoor kind of thing, yeah, but but now right. it's grown into our third year. It's legit now. So yeah, it's a it's becoming a very big thing. We were talking about it uh, briefly before we jumped on here about how you're starting to get bands that aren't turning you down. Right, right. And it's you kind of like it's not a pickle. It's a good pickle to be yeah, in where yeah. you've got too many bands wanting to perform and you know wanting to come out and support and all that fun stuff. But it's one of those deals where it's like. If you're expecting 20 slots to be filled and you got 50 bands coming down it's like that's a bit of an issue yeah yeah that's so, what we, we got we definitely have a stacked lineup it's gonna be 30 minute acoustic 45 minute band 30 minute acoustic rotating between two stages that are right it's not like other festivals where you have to walk across yeah. they're like pretty much right next to each other yeah. i so. saw the uh, i saw some videos popping up on social media last year and um yeah that that was the vibe that i was picking up like it was all very close it's at a mm-hmm. campground it's in uh new braunfels right? yeah new braunfels yeah I, uh, 
I'm still new to Texas. Well, not new. I've been here almost three years, but there's some cities in this state that I don't care how long I live here. I'll never get it right. So, <laughs> but oh, pro- I, yeah, I always, I always spelt it wrong for a long time until we, now we're doing it there and I have to write it all the time and mm-hmm. I'm like, or type it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got it now. But I am proud to say I will never get my hair wrong. No. Like I was the, like the first day I moved down here when I went to work. They gave me a quiz of how to pronounce like a whole bunch of these different cities' names, right. and Mahia was the only one I got right. And I was just like, <laughs> "And I mean, that's probably the hardest one." Yeah, it it was bizarre because it's like, I mean, it makes sense. Like we're in a very Hispanic area, right, right, like, right. So, oh yeah, that that's exactly uh yeah my my gal. We went there not too long ago actually, and she she said she said what's Mexia, and I was like it's Mahia. Yeah, <laughs> but spell spelled it out, you know, sounded out. That's what, yeah, that's what it says. That's funny. But uh, we got you here on the jam session. We're going to have you play a few songs here throughout the next hour or so. And cool. um, really excited to hear some of the new stuff. You have an, you've released some new music here recently. Yeah, I yeah. I got, a, I got a single out right now. It's about a week old. And uh, got one coming out the end of this month and then the end of next month. And then during the festival, the, the whole album drops. So Nice. That's cool. That's yeah. brilliant marketing. Well, like it's, it, it like just worked seem, out that way. Yeah. <laughs> it just worked out like that. It's like you did it. No, I'm yeah. not saying you did it intentionally. <laughs> oh, no, we did. But it just also, But it, if, we, if it had been ready six months ago, we would have dropped it in the spring. But it wasn't. So uh, it kind of worked out that it took this long. It's like, well, we'll just drop it right in line with the festival. So Fair just kind of build all that up. Fair enough. Um, let's go ahead and jump into your first song here. Uh, what song are you thinking about? Um, we can, since we're just talking about it, <clears throat> we can just do that single real okay. quick. And I'll Is play, it? I play a few off of the upcoming record and stuff. But uh, I got some that are brand brand spanking new. We can play too. Awesome. Is this a up tempo song? A little bit softer. Well, What's it's it? funny. It uh, it's like a really slow one, sad one to me. Uh. There's actually a YouTube video of it from a long time ago when I very first wrote it, and I really didn't want to play it anymore, you know? And uh, my band that I'm running with now, they, uh, in our early days of getting together, they found it on YouTube, and they're like, hey man, let's, let's play that song. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? You know, it's kind of this mopey singer-songwriter song, but, um, but if you listen to the single, you'll see that they really kind of churched it up. kind of leaning into the uh, indie rock thing in a way these days with the band but still a country folk roots kind of thing you know awesome. it's called words go ahead and leave me darling I can't take no more leave arms for the birds now babe and I ain't
And that was uh, the new new single that just dropped? Yeah, it's brand new. Well, with the band, it's got a lot more guitars and heavy drums and stuff. You know, my it's funny. Uh, I guess if you can imagine a folk singer meeting a bunch of old rock guys, uh, you know, and that the baby that came out of that is what we're kind of doing now. Um, so a lot of washy big drums on that and uh, some really cool guitar parts and stuff, you know. Nice. And how long has that song been in the works? I know you mentioned that you're kind of running with the band now. Were you working on this when you were still doing your solo stuff? or No, yeah, I mean, I wrote it years ago, um, but I said wasn't really thinking about recording it even solo until, you know, these guys were like, hey, let's do that one. But, um, but yeah, we really to be honest with you it's been like a two-year project almost but not not because it's like we slaved over it to make it the best it could be it just was circumstantial but really because kind of a a pain to get it out but we've already recorded other stuff now so this is just a taste you know these six seven songs is kind of just a taste it's one remaster and then six new ones but we've got six more or seven more coming and then I, i went down to alabama back in uh, whatever in the spring and yeah. I recorded with uh, Jimmy Nutt did, did like a completely acoustic one to like kind of really get back to my roots on mm-hmm. some of those songs that need just that yeah. um, 
so lots and lots of music to come out over the next couple of years it's already yeah already the gears are already working on it so nice. i ain't going anywhere <laughs> that's awesome i always enjoy listening to your music i remember when you first came through back in 2020 right before the pandemic hit i had gotten your name from somebody i don't remember who it was <clears throat> they were probably talking <laughs> i had got i had got your name from somebody through through the grapevines and invited you out because i was looking for because you were local to waco or, yeah at the time well, i was living here yeah, yeah you were living here in waco and brought you brought you in we did the the original jam session uh, as uh it used to be not the live twitch thing that we're doing now but um just kind of listening to your music back then because i went back and listened to the episode uh, a couple of weeks ago uh to, to this stuff your new stuff is just amazing and i can't <laughs> wait to hear the rest of it the full album and then the coming work or the coming years with new releases and stuff it sounds like you're rejuvenated because back back in 2020 you were still working out in the uh, oil fields right yeah yeah and i i um I was a mechanic and out there and, and, uh, and then I went full time because my plan when I met you, I think in 2019, I had made the plan to, uh, September of 2020, mm-hmm. which was like a year from that, the day I yeah. made it, I was like, I'm gonna save up, pay up all, pay off all my debt yeah. and I'm gonna do music full time. Cause I was able to make rent, you know, playing music. Um, and, and the pandemic hit and then I shouldn't have quit my job, but I got mad at the boss. They fired my good boss and put in this just yeah. idiot. And I was like, you know what? This was my plan anyway. Screw y'all. I'm going to do the plan. And yeah, I made it for like, I made it for like nine months before I yeah. started having to like work again. Cause I was running multiple open mics. I was playing like two or three shows a weekend, mm-hmm. which before would have been, I mean, been really good money yeah. <laughs> like uh, for music. And then it was, it was, it just wasn't, man. It was like, man, I'm, I'm starting. My voice was blowing out. I yeah. was getting really pissy with, with playing at all. You know, yeah, it was yeah. really becoming a job. So yeah. that's my warning to anybody going full time. Just be careful. Yeah. yeah sure. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with having your bills paid from like a job and then, and, you know, taking the gigs you really want to take, doing the things you really want to do. Cause when you have to take them all, you start hating it a little bit. Yeah. Just Especially stay. when you find yourself in a position where it's like, Oh, I could either like not eat this week or push myself through four hours of cover songs at this right, bar that's going right. to pay me four hundred bucks. You know, right? Like, exactly, exactly. Because some of those bars that you have to sit there and do like a marathon of cover songs, they mm-hmm. pay pretty good. But it's like, at what point are you uh, are you happy? Right, so. and that, that's exactly where I was at. I I, I definitely ditched covers a long time ago because I was because also I, I I would lie to a lot of those places like, well, it's a eighty, you know. I used to admit, I'd be like, well, I just do all original stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and they'd be like, well, we have a, you know, a 60, 40 rule or whatever. And I'm like, then I learned, well, none of them listen to me anyway. Yeah. So I just, when they're like, do you do covers? I'm like, yeah. And then I get up there and play all my own stuff for three hours. But, yeah. it, you know, in three hours, no one likes to play three hours, but when it used to pay good, it was like, all right, that wasn't too bad. But then yeah. when they're, I mean, they were paying less than half of what we were getting paid before. And I don't even want to get into all the money yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. but it's just like, man, it was, it was like, it was it was a really eye-opening experience and everybody would say well, well what would be greater than just playing music all the time and it's like well it is great if you're playing every night to people who you know kind of want to see you yeah. or like want to see live music in general but some of the places i was playing it was like you know we turned off the the, the background music and i brought out a guitar and they would almost like uh, you know they're angry with you and you're like oh man and you yeah. do that so many times a week you just you're like get really bitter real quick so yeah for sure and the around this time when you wrapped up or when you were kind of 
ready to take a hiatus from playing for a bit. Is that when you moved out to the um, the the like cabin out in the middle of nowhere? I remember yeah. we did a podcast. You were sitting out in like the middle of nowhere out. In- yeah, yeah. I actually had COVID when we did that. That's yeah. that's why I went out there. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to me and some friends at the time since I did have a, a job. You know, we yeah. we were leasing some land that we could like hunt and explore mm. on. You know, cause just some farmland from this feller. Uh, nothing like not a crazy like yeah. place but uh but it did have an old crappy house on it and uh is in the middle of nowhere like middle of nowhere when the, when the sun goes down like it's creepy and yeah. like the stars would go from horizon but yeah i was out there that night and i stayed out there because this was back in i was like september of 2020 or something when i got it the first time and yeah. and uh yeah it was i was terrified i didn't want to get anybody sick, sick or something like that and but yeah i went out there and lived out there for the whole two weeks and I don't know. It, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. But. And then I think it was after that, because that was right around the time we were doing, we were doing something. I don't remember what the hell we were doing. We've done so many crazy things over the last two and a half years. But, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I think we kind of, we didn't fall out of touch. You just kind of went and did your own thing during the pandemic. And before I knew it, uh, I was messaging you about some, or the pancreatic cancer fundraiser we mm-hmm. did last year. And you're like, well, I'm in Dallas now. And I'm like, yeah like, when the hell did you move to dallas <laughs> like i'm pretty good about staying out and t- like even if we don't talk that often i'm still pretty good about being active on social and like seeing what everybody's posting right. but then you drop the dallas bomb on me and i'm like oh okay fair enough so, well yeah too i i i don't know i've i've moved so much over the past few years that i just quit like you know, I don't make a stink about it. I don't post about it. Mm-hmm. You're lucky if I change, like, which this, this go around I did, but you're lucky if I even change the city where I'm currently living or whatever. Yeah. And I don't even, I think I did that. I think my profile say Dallas, but we're actually moving to Fort Worth in December. So yeah. like that ain't. Well, I mean, that's not even that big. Like for no. me, like Dallas. Fort it's DFW. Worth. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, but none of you ask Fort Worth people, which oh, I, no. I, I actually like Dallas. I really do. I like, I like, they're like. But you talk, no Dallas people ever talk crap about Fort Worth, but every time I'm in Fort Worth and I tell them, they're like, I live in Dallas. They're like, oh, oh. like, what? Are you, are you okay? And I'm like, it's totally fine. Yeah. Like, like they're, you know, like there's, there's like this weird myth in Fort Worth that uh, people in Dallas will just shoot you or something. I'm like, I, I mean, maybe they'll shoot each other if they're involved in <laughs> nefarious acts, but like they're not just walking around shooting people, dude. Um, let's jump into another song here. Um, oh, man. I know you kind of mentioned uh, wanting to stay in the uh, realm of some of your newer releases, but what are you thinking here? <clears throat> oh. Thinking my voice ain't too warm, but <laughs> but I'll do this one. Um. <clears throat> so uh, I had a uh, big, big year this year, you know. I... Not only moved up to Dallas, but uh, I finally turned 30, and I was like, "All right, this is neat." You know, I really, I always like, I always thought it was never bug me. I was like, "I won't let it won't bug me." It kind of bugged me. It's like overnight, I gained like 10 pounds, and I like, got bags under my eyes. And everyone's like, "You look old, dude." I'm like, "Thanks, babe. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, and, and like, like maybe you recognized I was doing. A, I was kind of on a hiatus for a while. I had a, a bad run there for a minute, and was just like. I would never quit music all the way, but I was like, I'm done booking and all this. So just kind of kicked back and enjoyed living in a new house that was steady and stuff. And wrote this song. It's called Moving Forward. Well, I ain't coming back sad while they beat her on the back. 
to die here in the middle of a storm. I'd hope to see you soon, but not too damn soon. Well, I ain't really got that far. Well, I've been lying on my back with a bottle jack and a stack of blocks where my wheels once was. If I could fix this truck and get out of my rut, only God knows what I'd become. Only God knows what I'd become. This one's not released here, or is it? Really? Not released. No, this was this one's on that uh, that solo record that'll be coming out. Maybe maybe this time next year or something, or maybe in the spring if I really feel like it. Um, I gotta pay to get it mixed and mastered, finished up, but it's been tracked. Uh, and usually it's a little a little better, but we uh, we had a gig last night and drank one, maybe one or too many whiskeys. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. That's hey, it's very fair. It's uh, one of those deals where it's like. I get it. I totally get it. And, you know, whiskey's, whiskey's good. I'm mm -hmm. all about the whiskey. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to ask for... I bought this uh, Kentucky whiskey a while back, and I just haven't drank it yet, because yeah. it's... Oh, I'll take it. I'll always take a sip of whiskey. <laughs> it, it's one of those deals where it's like, 
I, I don't like drinking whiskey by myself. It's like a, for me, it's a very communal thing. But, right, right. Yeah, so. <laughs> or two different people. No, <laughs> no, I'm better these days. I used to, man. I was such a such a sad kid or something, dude. I uh, a lot of people still say I'm sad, but yeah. I was they don't what they don't get is when I was like 18, 19, You know, I worked always worked with like older dudes and shit. And uh, oops, sorry, I don't know if no, I'm allowed to say you're good bad words, but uh. But they, yeah, I would, I would get a Jim Beam Black was like, I don't know. I was all obsessed with like, it's got to be Jim Beam Black, yeah. you know? And I would sit like by myself, like a little sad sack in my little, I, I moved down to Austin with a buddy and he worked nights and I worked in the days. So it was really kind of like, you know, we had our apartment to ourselves during the week, but uh, he would be working nights. I'd get off work and come home and just sit and drink whiskey. And like, cause I, you know, I had it in my head when you're younger, like, especially being a songwriter, you're like, ah, oh, I got to to drink this whiskey and do all these different things to uh to like learn what it is to be you know and uh it's not really the case you don't gotta you don't gotta destroy yourself to find the, the lyrics you know yeah i got you sorry i'm having a little camera issue here and you it's all let's see is it overheating but oh they always act up than gopros it's one of those deals where it's just like i put up the gopro because i never have an issue with it and then <laughs> Shut it down and reboot it. And luckily, we still got audio, so they can just yeah. hear me f fuck with this. But so you're uh, running with a band nowadays. Uh, how long have you guys been playing together? <laughs> That's another one of them COVID things. We got together. I think we started jamming together around November of 2019 um, with a really solid group. Because I, I kind of, I had a bass player approach me after seeing me in a songwriter competition. Say, hey, if you ever, ever need a bass player, like I'm down. And uh, I told him, like, man, I just don't run with a band anymore. It's too much of a pain. He's like, oh, man, you should have a band, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, the only reason I'd get a band is if a whole band fell in my lap tomorrow. And he said, give me two days. And he called me back, or he said three days, and he called me back in two days. He said, all right, I got you a whole band. <laughs> and uh, it was basically the guys he was playing with. They were ready to move on to a different project. And uh, they all came on board, and we were all, I mean, I think, like, you know, obviously everybody's saying stuff like this, so my story isn't special. But if, if COVID wouldn't have happened, we probably would have would have ran with that group pretty well. Because mm -hmm. um, we, we about, about, you know, they had to learn all my songs, and we had a whole month booked. And we're like, all right, this is the start of something new and fresh. And then, yeah, uh, COVID happened. So we we picked that group apart, um, and it got came down to me and uh, Tyler Ralston, uh, my guitar player, he was the last one of that original group that and he finally uh he, he he stepped out on us too after recording this he you know he'll still play some 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 shows with us but uh wanted to move on so so now yeah i got uh i got uh just kind of a ragtag group of guys you know whoever comes in when 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 necessary and needed they come in um i got uh so ghost dance band mm -hmm. a, a lot of their members they kind of step in with me we're gonna be playing um well, Chris, uh, Christopher Smith, he's been playing drums with me since even, even helped me out on some other projects and we all go way back. But, um, yeah, we got a show on the 20th at bare bones right over here in Gatesville down the road yes. for Grant opening for Grant Gilbert. I don't, we're not really familiar with the music, but it's got a following. So I guess it should be a good one. Um, but I, you know, Chris always rolls with me when he's available, but, uh, the other guys that I had weren't weren't available so i ended up uh i think we're gonna have half the ghost dance band playing with me we got we got james on bass we're gonna have will i think step in too and then uh west perryman he's a songwriter out of uh mm -hmm. out of moody uh 
we're both yeah it's kind of funny we're both from moody over there uh we've been we've been kicking it around for a long time talking about getting together and playing or doing something and uh yeah so i hit him up and i think he's gonna sit in with us too on the 20th so might be the birth of a a whole new thing you know hey that's the cool thing about bands though it's like uh you you just start jamming with people like obviously in a scene like central in central texas you're up in um dallas though and Mm. that's where ghost dance bands out of right well, they're 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 both uh, Waco and Dallas, but now I, th- I think the pretty well. It's funny, they half of them lived up there and, ha- and half of them lived down here, and then uh, Cody Dollins, lead singer, he moves up there, mm-hmm. and then Will he moved back down here. So yeah. it's like they trade like almost in the same this past year. So one went up and the other one came down. So now they're still. I think they got three down there, three down here, and two up there. So yeah. hey, that's all that matters, right? It's, right, they make it work. Yeah. yeah, and I mean it's not like Dallas is. Uh, that far away mm. but uh you know it's it's interesting um so. yeah everything you know the, the the distance if you're just used to driving in texas it's whatever but now the big thing is is the the, the cost of it you know it's like used to running down up there and back or down here and back 50 bucks now in a van or a truck it's like 75 or 100 bucks oh, yeah. i ran uh, into that issue going out to memphis i was just like Oh, it's miserable. It's, you probably spent five hundred bucks round trip. <laughs> it, it wasn't that bad. I spent three hundred. Yeah, it really wasn't. Where it got me was over at Christmas. I went up, to, drove up to Chicago, mm. and that was a um, price to pay. Right, Let me right. Just say that. And they so. probably spike it up a little bit too, being uh, being holiday and everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was. I think I was paying on average like. Four ninety five or something. Oh, just, luckily, I drive a little Kia Sportage, so right. I'm not. I'm doing like thirty to a gallon, but still, yeah. when you're driving to Chicago, thirty a gallon ain't ain't really gonna do much for you. So no, no. Um, yeah, that's what uh you know we were talking about a second ago. My van that mm-hmm. you know I've 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 spent. I wanted a van so bad for so many years because when I was a little younger. You know, it didn't matter where I went to play. I was getting drunk and having a good time and like sleeping in the car. I was like, God, if I only had this van, I'd solve all my problems. And then it, I, I keep kind of laughing about it. It's like, well, now I finally have a van that I've, that I've decked out and all that. And I'm to the point in my life where it's like, I don't really want to black out tonight at this little dumb show. And on top of that, now, like we're finally got it last year, last summer, we ran it pretty much all summer driving mm-hmm. around, using it for stuff and using it for gigs. And it is wonderful. Yeah. But, but yeah, now it's uh it's killing us because it's diesel. It's yeah. diesel, it's dually, but it, it's like, it, it does get like 20 something. It's like a Mercedes, mm-hmm. the older ones. Yeah, yeah. So it's not as bad as like a pickup, but, or a van, like a, like a, you know, an old Dodge van or something. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, it sucks to fill it up there for a minute. I couldn't fill it up because my car would stop at 130. Yeah. And it was, so it was like a three quarter tank was 130 bucks. It's crazy. But I mean, luckily here in Texas, gas is already. Yeah, we're not doing too bad. Yeah, now. it's not awful now. But there for a minute, I was like, "Ooh, this is tough." Dude. And then you know, like we were talked about, you go to play a gig where it's not that great of a gig, yep. and they're like, "We're hey, we're gonna give you a couple dollars." You're like, "It's like, man, I'm literally I'm I'm in the red halfway down here." You know, yeah. like I'm not even to the gig yet, and I'm in the red. Yeah, it's just one of those deals where it's like, oh, we gotta kind of figure this one out because yeah, and it kind of kills the independent touring aspect of things where. Uh, it, musicians that want to get out and tour, and it's going to cost them 
300 bucks or whatever to get to the next gig because they're a full band when they got a trailer trailer and, and, and all crap, that shit. this van getting eight miles a gallon because the trailer's on the back of it yep 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 I, I just don't know how bands do it anymore but i guess like the merch table like yeah. merch table is from what i hear i'm not in a band i'm not a musician none of that stuff but yeah, if you do your merch right, it, it, I mean, I've definitely made some decent money off my stuff. But it's also one of those things like it's not guaranteed. It's you'll you'll have a show, and it's funny people are like, you know, people are definitely sheeple. Like if one person will come over and buy a shirt, six people will come buy a shirt. It's the craziest thing. So I, honestly, I, I I just I just re upped on my merch. I'm gonna be getting a bunch of new stuff for this album release. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I need to do. I need to I need to hire one of my friends to like, hey man. Like, I'm just going to give you the shirt. Just Or actually, anybody listening, you want to come to my show ahead of time, any show I'm putting on, and you come up, we'll make a deal ahead of time. you got to get up and make a scene and come pick up the shirt, hold it up, make it, you know. It's it's so funny because when people see that, they really do come over and buy it. But but if you go over there and not one person comes up, then they're all like, well, I'm not going to be the first one. And yeah. it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> it is. It really is. And it's, it's, like, I mean, I think it comes down to, like, where you're at as well. Cause, like, that too. Yeah. I, I know going out I, I keep bringing up New Mexico like this but like you go to a show out there and I've seen bands clear a thousand dollars at the merch table just right. because like you so I'm going to, or Slava's coming into town on um on Tuesday I'm gonna go check that show out just because it was, it's 20 bucks like can't yeah. go can't yeah. go wrong with that gotta do that and I guarantee you a band like Slava's gonna clear mm-hmm. fifteen hundred two thousand dollars in merch right right just because bands like that don't come through new mexico mm-hmm. and everybody's gonna want the new album or a new shirt or whatever mm-hmm. you know so yeah and having good merch definitely i'm sure this is boring somebody if they're yeah. listening but but if we'll make it educational too <laughs> like definitely put some time in your merch i did some shirts my og shirts sold like crazy and then i somebody's like they just had the db like my logo on it mm-hmm. and then somebody's like man you gotta do a shirt that has your name like so people know who you are which my original the db logo was like you know really that'll engage somebody to go what is that and then you talk about it opposed to just saying it but anyway i'd let them talk me into it and i did this second round of shirts that said dustin brown like in this really bad cursive like straight off of like it just was the worst shirt ever man and like i had to damn near give them away and then looking on your website it i was like because i was going to ask you if you had any shirts and i was looking on your website and you didn't have any i was just like "Eh." everything sold out and I have not replenished because... That's just a good issue to have, though. Well, it sold out. Well, this... Okay, no. Actually, it's it's, it's more complex than that. I was doing really good keeping up with merch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with... You know, you are just speaking to the band. When I got with them, um, I was just Dustin Brown. And then and then there for a while, we were going under... Uh, I haven't been saying this. I guess this is probably the first interview I'm, like, saying it. Um, uh, but, but yeah, like, we were going under Dustin Brown the now. And then... Uh, when everything it was it's like i really wanted to push that like okay we got a thing but then when that kind of fell off you know the radar and like the last guy kind of like and it, he he was part of that too because i told him hey man like i just need to it's not it's not like a personal thing like that like we've got a release under this name or that name because yeah. it, it all matters on the streams and stuff uh when we got down the brass taxes it's like just just keep releasing under your name it's like okay so then we're gonna go by that but that's why i kind of held off because i was gonna do merch with our, uh, you know, our, our album artwork and then, like, Dustin Brown the Now or whatever. And, and finish the album artwork. Because, like, what are we going to put on it? So, once that's all been decided, literally just in the past, like, two or three months, yeah. 
but uh, everything's going to remain under Dustin Brown. And, and yeah, the shirts that are coming are going to be the album artwork, with, which a few people have seen it. And if you go like follow the, the hyperlink for the download, you'll see it too. But it's like uh, we did a really... It looks like an 80s hair metal band, like like album cover. Everyone's floating around in different trippy colors and yeah. stuff. And there's like lightning bolts in the back. We, we were being funny with it, really. Just like, hey, this is funny. And yeah. everyone was like, we love that. Because we made stickers. Yeah. And uh, so it ended up being the album artwork. And we're going to put it on a t-shirt. And nice. Have all that cool stuff. That's funny. It, it's always interesting. It's the, uh, like the artwork that you think isn't going to do anything. And it becomes like your bestseller. And it's mm-hmm. like my buddy's band. It's literally just the state of New Mexico with headphones around it, and that's their T-shirt, and right. it looks like they made it in clip art, mm-hmm. and they just can't keep it in stock. Like they <laughs> go through so many. Like I mean, they don't print a whole lot of it, but like right. every time they get a new batch, it's like a run on them, and it's like wow, that's very funny. And like, and they came out with the second shirt that they paid a guy like a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. to like design and put a lot of thought and emphasis into it. And nobody wants to buy it. Yeah. I like, that's very funny. So. Well, yeah, it's almost like, yeah, it's, it's those things. Cause like on this one, I, w- I was actually bored and I, cause I used Canva to like edit yeah. stuff and, it, and they got a bunch of new features at that time mm-hmm. and I, and they had background remover. I was like, I was just playing with it. I was like, well, that's cool. I can remove the background. It's like a cutout image. So it's kind of like uh, collaging, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just playing with it, having fun. I was like, Ooh, I put some lightning bullets in there. And then I changed everybody's like colors and their hues. And then I sent it to the guys like, we'll use this for our next promo. And they're like, dude, make it into a sticker. And then I did a sticker and then everybody at the show is like, they, they love it. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess it'll, so yeah, it's just, but it's, it started as a joke really. And they're like, that's cool. So yeah, for sure. So sure. follow your, follow your heart on stuff like that. But yeah, sometimes when we try too hard to be cool or try too hard to be serious or try to be funny, that's when you fail the most, when you just be funny or be serious or whatever it is like it comes across you know we were just me and cody dons i'll mm-hmm. mention him again we were just talking about that like you know it's genuine people and things definitely come off more than more than anything else you can try to look cool you can try to play a part but like being yourself whoever that is really does make a difference like mm-hmm. you see that you see that all the time it's like anyway yeah yeah for sure for sure um let's do uh, another song here uh we've got about 20 minutes left or so and uh Let's have you do another song, and we'll chat a little bit more, and play one last song, and and that'll kind of be it for us. So, okay. Um, I uh, I'll do this tune. It's gonna come out when uh, the album drops. It's not gonna be one of the singles. But we made a funny. Speaking of that funny stuff, we made a really funny kind of BS uh, music video for it. By myself, it's gonna be really repetitive, but, but with the band, we got a spaghetti western kind of tune to it. It's just like this fun one, and that's what we called it. We called it the best spaghetti western, like the hotel best western. Maybe they'll uh, give us a sponsor one day or something. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Light between me and the edge of this town Been on the run with the fuzz hot on my tail Lightning strike, white teeth, the dogs, they foam at the mouth A shrill scream will leave my lips if they got me down
thinking of her smile while I'm barehead. That Monte Carlo slow now, but still bear says, Do end up like my dad or just dead? A cherry glow in my heart from a cigarette. And I wonder if the devil's ever gonna forgive the sins of my grandpa and my pappy and my kid. Come time to pay the piper with cured interest. The souls of my family pay off the debt. Could only make me plea and know that I understand that Sheriff A's a breathing heart, pistol in his hand And heavy was the door and the battering ram No time to talk, no time to walk, so I just ran She'll explain that it was not me With that shiny little nickel plate 38 Drop all the charges, set the record straight Sirens are crying, the ears they penetrate And I wonder if the devil's ever gonna forgive The sins of my grandpa and my pappy and my kid Time to pay the piper with the cured interest The souls of my family to pay off the debt this new album coming out here in october right yeah october uh, uh, october yeah, yeah. yeah i was sitting here i was like i don't even know what month it is anymore like Dude, it all bleeds together tuesday kids are going back to school i don't even got kids but it's like where'd the summer go dude that's what I, yeah we actually just learned that we stopped and tried to swim at uh uh ho ho Hoconoke, whatever yeah. something over there near land passes something springs but uh they got this really cool pool like man-made limestone bottom pool but it's you know sped, fed by the spring yeah and uh yeah there was like no one no one there to like let us in the hours that we were there within hours yeah. and then we went and talked to the golf people over there and they're like oh yeah like you know most of the lifeguards over there like high schoolers and we started back to school monday i went what it's like All it's right. still hot yeah i thought school like started in the fall like yeah. i don't know i guess my perceptions are just at least october right i don't yeah. know 
Yeah, I, like I mean, it was just one of those deals I where it's like, I, I went to Target one day and I saw all the school shit out, and I'm like, wait, it's still the summer. Like summer just started. What's all? And I looked at I looked at my phone. I'm like, oh damn, it's the end of July. And then because I remember when I was a kid, like we started like the week before Labor Day. And oh man, that was it. Like <laughs> that's when we got started. And I don't know. I guess Texas is different. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. I, I don't. It seems early to me, but I don't mm, know. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the uh, Inner Jam down by the river, which is a really cool festival. We'll actually be at it this year. I know you invited us out last year, but I, that was right around the time that my mom was sick, and right. you know, we we're I was dealing with all that stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, and it was super last minute. I put it on y'all. I put it on everybody super last minute last year. Was it one of those deals where you weren't really planning on doing it or? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the first one was slapped together in like a month because yeah. that's just when it, the idea sprouted. And then the next year, uh, just like you said, going like, like in your, your deal. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, we, we went through some, some stuff in my family right at the beginning of the year. Um, that yeah it kind of it kind of uh floored and i like everything else going on just even with me like just just it floored me a little bit i was like man i just don't want to i don't give it i don't care you yeah. know and no one cares i don't care whatever you know self-loathing in its purest form yeah. but uh and then a few months before the festival time everyone, everyone started hitting me up like hey are you gonna do it are you gonna do it like they're all excited yeah. and, and that's what i i needed i really did Cause sometimes i mean you know you can believe in yourself all the time you know but there comes a point like no one else is believing in you it's really hard to keep believing in yourself so sure. but yeah some people reached out like man it was great let's do it again and we cranked it up and then we moved it to a better it's still at the same location mm-hmm. we moved it like down actually near the river and yeah. under the shade and everyone was like blown away they were like it was just night and day different and then i really was like we'll just do it this one more time yeah. but during it multiple people came up and gave me the old like shoulder like people that i look up to and stuff like that and my peers just gave me the shoulder grab like this is gonna be something one day and it's like all right let's keep doing it yeah. and and now this year we actually got ahead of the ball we got the damn quails headlining yeah. got we got i mean i think there's like 30 people playing too yeah. over three days oh yeah it's gonna be insane or more it's gonna yeah it's gonna be just music 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 and we're gonna do we just just decided on thursday if anybody is interested in coming to it um and you want to get there early which there's music thursday night friday night saturday night mm-hmm. but thursday during the day we're going to actually do a river float nice um since we are at the river and the campground that we're at does supply tubes yeah. um and we, we're going to i've decided we're going to kind of make it like a a tradition whether it's hot or cold cause it's october in texas it could be cold it could be hot but no matter what we're going to like make this annual float on thursdays like during the day and then the music cracks off at like eight o'clock yeah. thursday night and it okay. doesn't stop for for three pretty minutes. much for nice. two days two more days that's what's up yeah i got a so jeff cabana who's a my sound engineer and like co-founder partner person in this whole deal um he i don't know the semantics of everything or the the specifics of everything but i think i'm gonna go out to new mexico pick him up because i know they've only got like they've got like their own situation going on out there but um i think i'm gonna go out there pick him up drive down to san antonio so it's gonna be a lot of miles in the car that weekend Mm -hmm. but that's all right um i think I don't think we were planning on being there Thursday just because I know he's got to work. He works of at course, a recycling yeah. bin so, yeah. or a recycling plant. So I think we were planning on being there Friday morning and, you know, just. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Um, 
so for people that have never been to this festival it's a little bit it's also playing during um dripping springs you're doing it during dripping springs this year is that um yeah there's a there's a few different festivals going on the very same time there's like utopia fest there's Mm -hmm. I think was it's ACL is right around that same time. There's yeah. quite a few things. It's a good time of year. So there's a lot of festivals and but uh what what our slogans kind of becoming it's like it's like well you can you know you can go pay a, a grand to see mm. bands that you've you already have heard a million times or yeah. you can pay just like uh, 150 bucks for yeah. a whole weekend and come hear all these crazy bands that like you've never heard before. Yeah. And discover something and it's just we're small and it's chill it's super lax it's super super beautiful at camping mm-hmm. um this year don't hold me to this because i haven't spoke with the people myself but but we're supposed to have a it's a chili cook-off or a uh, barbecue cook-off nice. they they were they would need the park around the same time and yeah. they asked to do it during us uh, so like bring it on so we should have that going on and then i just talked to a fella right out of here out of uh, waco actually um um jason Earhart. Mm-hmm. um puts on car shows and he's like he's like yeah we could do a car show down i'm like bring it on dude so that that's in the talks right now but we might end up if everything goes right we might end up on saturday with a chili cook-off car show and music festival all in the same place and it's uh you know get on if you look up in a jam down by the river we're Mm -hmm. on all we're on instagram facebook and if you if you google it i'm not gonna lie it doesn't necessarily pop pop up because you know we don't pay to be on the rankings but if you go to microsoft you go to bing go to any other search engine we seem to be the first thing that pops up because it's a very unique name you know but uh google's kind of giving us some problems but yeah. uh google, anyway that's how google is that's yeah we, we ain't paying the master so they're yeah. not they're not putting us on the search i think the only reason that we get as much love on google as we do is because we got the wix website and mm-hmm. they've got a back end like certain percentage of it goes to the google seo right. and it's like all right here we are right so, right um no, that's really cool. I'm really excited for this to be my first time coming to the festival. It's it'll be my first festival in two 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 and a half years. Yeah, well, we're happy to break you back back in. Man. Yeah, it's one of those it's one of those deals where we we used to go to a few festivals every year. It was like our big thing. Right. We planned big trips around festivals and whatnot, just because festivals are the easiest place to meet bands and they're all there yeah. yeah you can sit in one spot and let them just filter through yeah for sure and you know i i don't know 100 percent. i hopefully next week i'll sit down and chat with jeff and we'll kind of figure out what we want to do at the festival because there's so many opportunities like the podcast that's the layup like you know we could literally sit there for three days and just run through every band right. there like that's the easy layup but or you could do another uh another uh break the record for uh, you know longest oh, podcast yeah. just do it ongoing y'all take shifts for three days straight <laughs> actually that's low-key something that we've wanted to do and like we've been trying to get uh guinness like it, it's not hard to get guinness to approve like the attempt right right but it's hard to get them to approve like if you once you get to the attempt like everything you got to do you got to have people that are like monitors and monitors and they rotate rotate out every two hours in a marathon like that you're looking at like 20 some odd monitors that you're yeah. and i'm just sitting i'm like i'd have to hire somebody just money to, money money yeah i'd have to hire somebody just to handle the logistics behind it but um you know maybe that, that might be an option but i also do like the idea of doing something like this with some of the uh uh younger bands that are maybe coming in and doing like shorter like i'm assuming i, I you could tell me if i'm wrong but like some of that more headlines are doing longer sets and mm-hmm. then some of the younger right. bands are doing shorter sets right maybe bring them on do something like this and then i know i've thrown out an idea at you about doing the uh kill tony style podcast where yeah. we do the 
and that's still something we want to do so maybe we just kind of we could definitely do it there because i'm gonna have y'all set up and when you get to the grounds they have like their they're like they're like bar area that's it's kind of our green room too mm. that because the, the stage is off the back of it well actually this year our stage is gonna be down the ground but there's a deck that comes off it which is kind of like our vip artist yeah. hangout area but but yeah we're gonna have you guys right in the load in area v slash green room and like mm. and uh and yeah we almost could um we almost could put some mics up in there and like have yeah. that until you know it's the people that want to get out and go in the ac like they're in there grabbing a drink or anything like that which is byob but they also serve some drinks yeah. there as well but um yeah that could be or we could do that like during the day when it's hot because we yeah. go in there and turn the ac on and kind of do like that yeah it, there's definitely some possibilities and luckily it's mid-august and we still got a few got, months yeah we got some time we, we got some time to figure it out like the the logistics aspect of everything like the part like i said the podcast is easy lib this is pretty simple setup like even if we have to pre-record and you know mm -hmm. all that stuff but you know it's just one of those things where it's a cool opportunity we miss going to festivals we've seen some incredible bands nobody's ever heard of mm -hmm. at these festivals like i when i was uh living out in florida a few years back i went to uh, uh gasparilla music festival which was a big well it's a big Florida festival down in like the Tampa area. And I met this band, like there's this band named Flip Turn. Really cool, cool band. Man. They they at the time they were from Saint Augustine, I wanna say. I think or somewhere in that part, like north northeast Florida. And, you know, they were just a young band trying to do their thing. They got the spot at a pretty decent festival that the uh, infamous string dusters were headlining and it was uh the infamous string dusters uh gary clark jr oh, and man, that's cool uh the roots yeah dude. and so it was like it, it was a pretty decent festival and that's they just really got good. got on the bill and i've been following them ever since and they just man they're like on a nationwide tour like i mean yeah. as an indie band but like right. still a nationwide tour ain't nothing to blink at no so. no and that's 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 all we all hope for you know yeah <laughs> for sure minimum. you know just getting out there doing their thing i've bought one of their shirts the other day because i've gotten on this kick of trying to support bands and like yeah you can listen to the spotify and stuff like that but buying that, ain't, merch. Buy, that ain't getting them down the road really no. i mean it, it well it's not doing anything wrong either it's like the more streams does translate to bigger opportunities and all that for sure yeah. but but yeah you uh, that 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 thirty bucks or twenty bucks you spend on a shirt literally is putting fuel in their tank, you know. So then they if they they might break even, yeah. you know, if they're lucky. The only thing is, I made the mistake. Well, not the mistake because they're a band that I really support. There's a band out of Australia, and I bought one. They were doing a thing on uh, Instagram about, oh hey, we got new shirts or whatever, or we're trying to offload some of our shirts to bring in room for new merch. And I was like, I'll take one, you know, whatever. I paid more for shipping than oh, I did for yeah. the shirt. And I'm like, only because I support you guys. Dude, I got this. Dude. And I was just sitting there. And it, like, to their credit, it came within like three days. So mm -hmm. it was like, all right. But, That's legit, though. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I did that with, uh, you know, I did I did a vinyl run on my first record, which hindsight was a little bit of a mistake. You know, you should definitely have a bigger following before you do that. <laughs> and like the, the 20 people who really wanted them bought them. And then yeah. they've just sat still ever since then. But but uh there's a uh there's a podcast over uh across the pond way mm -hmm. that that wanted one you know and, and pay, paid for it on the site yeah and uh i got the order and recognized the name i was like oh thanks man and he's like yeah and uh i went to go ship it yeah and yeah so the the vinyl was like 30 bucks he bought it for and then i you know i get fees on my yeah. collection in too through the website 
And then I go to ship it and it was like, yeah, it was like 35, 40 bucks. Yeah. And I hit him up. I was like, Hey man, like, I was like, can you give me like 10 more bucks at least? And we'll just, it'll be free basically. Yeah. You know, like I, like you pay for the shipping. I'm not po- pocketing anything. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, that sucks. You know, yeah. I had a similar situation. So we, on our website, we have a back end fulfillment deal. Or what's well, not a deal, but through Wix, they have like a print on demand place. So you, like they order it, they print it, they ship it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it worked really well. Like we don't, break a whole lot of money off of it i think maybe like seven bucks a shirt but right. like that's better than nothing oh yeah, yeah and like we're not moving like mass quantities we'll sell like one every couple of months you know whatever right right and a couple uh, about a year ago um there i uh, get they had just started shipping or printing in australia so it was always the u.s canada north america and the uk were like their two big hubs and then they made this big announcement about Australia and I was like okay we're starting to grow out in Australia so I sent out an email saying hey you know if you've ever wanted our merch it's available now mm-hmm. I ended up having to pay I ended up paying five bucks oh man to, for this guy to buy a shirt because like Australia's got like a whole bunch of taxes and whatnot, oh, God, and I'm craziness. like yo Wix help me out here yeah, what, yeah. what do I gotta do like do I like how do I set this up but you know, it's just one of those deals. We're boring people with merch again. Right, but, right. You know, it is what it is. Oh, you never. No, I don't know. Like these things aren't. Yeah, there's there's some people out there that that might be tuning in to like learn a thing or two like that. You know? Yeah. Like, like I know I definitely that when you first get into anything like this, you you're just like, what? How does all this work? And yeah. I still don't understand how any of it works. But but yeah, the longer you do things, you, you learn more and more. So. Yeah. So what's I know you'd mentioned that you you're kind of in the middle of a little bit of a run right now as far as your schedule and whatnot goes. Um, but what, what are you kind of doing playing wise? I know you had a show last night. You got a show tomorrow night. Yeah. Tomorrow night, uh, Fred's with Billy Hartman in uh, Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Hartman's great. I, I need to send him your way for like, for one of these. He's, he's killer, man. He's killer. killer. I've heard the name. I've seen him around and I, you know, it's just one of those things where you get in right. flux, right, especially right. once you started breaking into Austin. Now it's just like, mm-hmm. oh crap, here we go. And right. like, Nashville's that way already. Like it, let's say throughout the throughout a month we do 15 podcasts mm-hmm. like eight of them will be from nashville which oh, wow. i mean makes sense but yeah you know, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll i'll get you in contact he's, he's just like a songwriter songwriter yeah. he's really good but him and i are gonna uh just do a little song swap there at fred's and and uh and yeah and then like i said we just picked up i was gonna play Southside tavern mm-hmm. over in goldway which is a really cool spot for anybody trying to like do acoustic sets they really yeah. treat you well they're really good but it also after I accepted that, we got this offer offer yeah. for Bare Bones. It's full band deal, and and once again, to their credit, he's so cool. He's like, yeah, just re, you know, get somebody to replace you. And lo and behold, Billy's available. So Billy will be at Goldthwait, uh, at Southside Tavern uh, on the twentieth. But I will be at Bare Bones, full band opening for Grant Gilbert. So. Yeah, um, that's what's and. Up. And there's some other things on the books, but kind of, kind of what I that hiatus I was telling you about yeah. what that really equates to was. I was just figuring out, uh, you know, you don't have to take everything. You don't have to say yes, especially now that we're not like, I mean, we're not even breaking even a lot of these times. So it's like, we're only taking the stuff, me, I want to take the stuff I want to do. Yeah. And then like full band stuff, it's got to make sense logistically and all that. So there's, you know, like, but I just sent out a big blast. I just did probably like a 50 or 60 email blast over the past week, you know, mm. to venues, which I haven't done. Yeah. 
because if you, you you remember when you met me like i was booking all the time but yeah. I, I i needed this break but we're back into it now nice. so expect some shows probably we'll probably pick up a few for the remainder of the year but everything's you know most of these venues are booked out so they do it so i'm really kind of putting together a good run for like the spring and we yeah. want to get up get back out there and make like maybe we'll do like a month or two of like really hitting it hard and then when it gets nice and extremely hot again yeah. we'll be like okay we're chilling we're like or like, we're going north we're, yeah. we're going further yeah, do north a, do a Colorado run yeah. or New, New Mexico even yeah. uh, cause you know that's, that's the thing I, I work out there still like I do subcontracting I go out in New Mexico uh, it's like south New Mexico but like west Texas stuff And are you, so you're out in like Carlsbad and yeah Mexico. exactly yeah. exactly Carlsbad but, but it you know yeah it sucks in the daytime but man yeah. the sun goes down and you're like ah this is yeah. great we're here the sun goes down it almost gets worse it's like it's all muggy yeah so so yeah maybe we'll go up north and south you know northwest and stuff for the midsummer but but right now yeah i've hit up every major cool spot in texas yeah uh but you know you send 60 emails you get about six gigs so we'll see yeah for sure it's it's gotten to the point now where i'm trying to just build because i get asked all the time like especially being here in waco and a lot of people traveling through, whether they're coming from Dallas, going to Austin, you know, like whatever the trip is. And they're like, hey, I got like an open day coming through Waco. You got any venue recommendations? And it's like, I mean, the only place that I've been to with any kind of consistent regularity is Lakeside Tavern over here. And mm-hmm. sometimes they have bands, sometimes they don't. It just right. kind of depends. And then on... the crowd there can sometimes show up and sometimes don't. <laughs> yeah. And it's just one of those deals that it's like, I started asking other people, like, yo, what venues do you guys play out here? And then, like, I've been building this list. and That's good, man. That's good. I, I've found, actually, there's this really cool spot. I think they're out in Alabama, maybe? There's a spot. Like, they just have a sign-up sheet. They're like, hey, send us your music. We'll tell you what night we can fit you. Or you give us, like, a few dates that you're going to be around. We'll fit you in somewhere. You know, right, it's, right. it's one of those deals. And I think they just kind of do a vetting process of making sure... Oh, this is an actual band. They're not just like some schmucks that are right, not right. doing nothing. And man, it should be like that, man. It, it really, because for for both parties, because like you said, I feel bad. I mean, especially now, it's cool running the running the festival. A lot of my views on certain things like that have changed, <laughs> but yeah, I can only imagine like you know uh, their email gets leaked out, and then they get then there's a hundred of us, a thousand of us in a month hitting them up. Yeah, and. Uh, and you, you can't deal with that kind of volume, you know? And, and yeah, is there, is there some gold in that pile? Sure. There's yeah. a lot of junk in that pile too. So yeah, I mean, that'd be great if there was a legit, which I just had a dealing with a really shitty one that pretended yeah. to be very, that very thing. And we're not, and I yeah. actually took money from, I don't, yeah. Well, that goes to um, that whole, I don't want to play. slander anybody. But that yeah. goes to that whole pay to play thing. And well, yeah. this was just more like they were false advertising what their capabilities were. Oh. It's, it's totally, totally BS. But anyway, but yeah, there should just be a basic, which I guess that's what, what the Texas Music Office, mm-hmm. I think is what they're called. That's kind yep. of what they're putting together. And like Salado, I just made it onto, they got, Salado uh, got put on the official music town yeah, of Texas yeah. and and then they hit me up. I'm on their registry. So that's kind of what that is, I guess. But but if you can, and that that's for us and for, so the venues can go for Salado, which is only like, for now, it's only like four or five places, yeah. but they can go there and go, oh, these are our vetted artists. Um, but yeah, there needs to be a thing for all of Texas. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so, the, so the good artists can get on it and then venues can also know, like if I go to that list, they're going to be good. And then if you're good enough, you get on the list and, and that just would make everybody's life so much easier. Yeah. You know? We, we've been slow and I want to preface slowly building a kind of a, a all around database. 
and the hope is to turn it into like a app or something one day where mm-hmm. it's like you're dr- let's say you're out on a tour and you have a cancellation in what's a state you've never been in um utah i've utah, okay, played never, in utah you're, you're <laughs> i've been dri- there but not played it you're driving through utah and your gig cancels and it's like shit i need to fill this gig tonight you right. watch your app oh hey billy bob's in salt lake is needs a, right. a solo acoustic gig. like the yeah. uber of yeah, of yeah, yeah. like gigs and, yeah. and music which i think they do have something like that for pickup artists too you can put like a post out which I, you know then there you go to facebook and there's all the groups you yeah, know yeah. and like god those things are like they're they're a great tool but like facebook i don't think they push them so yeah. like you'll post in them they have thousands of members and you'll <laughs> post in it but like no one's seeing it unless they purposely go to the group you know but yeah but yeah, yeah there needs to be an app you're like guitar guitar player waco texas 7 p.m. on July, whatever. Yeah. And, like, then they can answer to your ad or, or they show available, you know, just, like, yeah. on Uber, like, little cars. Yeah. I'm sure somebody's either developing it or maybe there's already even something out there, but yeah. knowing musicians, we suck at, like, growing Finding things. Yeah. yeah, we just... We're too damn lazy, man. I feel that. I feel <laughs> that. Um, but, yeah, let's play uh, one more song here because I, I, I know you said you, that your uh, ride was coming to pick you up here at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah my gal should be here pretty soon. Um... Yeah, I'll do. I'll do another new, new one. Yeah, you know what? I'll do that one. This one is actually coming out on the second batch of full band stuff. I, uh, you know, I write a few different ways. One of those ways is that usually just falls out, and uh, that's always nice. Other times, you know, I uh, come up with a lyric and then put, you know, a riff to it, or I find a riff and then put lyrics to it, but every now and then I have a concept, and this one is kind of one of those. Uh, I got to thinking one day, because I stopped at a little grocery store, and they gave me, you know, brown paper sacks instead of, uh, like, plastic or reusable, and uh, I just kind of was thinking about all the things that get delivered in brown paper sacks, and it gave me the idea for this song. It's called Brown Paper Sack. It'll be coming out here real soon. You say we're tall for bite to eat. Can I help ya? We got them impulse items, ripped condoms, cigarettes. Have you tried them? Macaroni and that holy baloney with a little red ring. And for free, you can leave with a brown paper sack. Say life's been hard, got a broke down. Car. 
car and a mortgage We got the many pity bottles or a handle and a pint for your pocket For a flat top, take if you need landfall for eight. You can leave with a brown paper sack. song yeah it's 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 a fun one with the uh with the band uh a little limited what i can do with it right now but but yeah with the band that one's all it's really quirky and fun you know i feel that really trash can punk kind of sound and stuff yeah for sure um so this is a this is coming out on the band full band yeah yeah so yeah so we've got the seven coming out uh in october Mm -hmm. and then uh so it, it was going to be a big full full album yeah. but in the day of streaming and short attention spans we cut it down to two seven song albums because uh, still technically an album I guess after at seven Fair. so um, so yeah that one will be on the second wave so maybe this spring I might drop a few really sad uh, solo songs that I did with that other batch yeah. over the winter but then this spring probably drop that out do the same thing we're doing now a couple singles and the album come out by March or something nice. or April May something Nice. And then just kind of continuing touring around Texas, doing that whole deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, trying to you know, if there's anyone out there uh, that wants to to help out, you know, we definitely definitely need the help. Um, trying to just get it up to the next level. But yeah, for the most part, stick around Texas. You know, till we can get back to what what we were before financially. You know, yeah. Or like you know, if it's a good opportunity, we can get we'll. we'll We'll, we'll go in the red if we can go have a real solid opportunity. But a lot of these times, these exposure opportunity yeah, yeah. shows, you get there and you drove to like Arkansas for yeah, like yeah. to open for somebody who's actually smaller than you are. Yep. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You just wasted our money. <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. Um, it, it's one of those things where it, like dur- during the whole pandemic thing, met a lot of bands, you know, all that stuff. And I've started to realize that some of the bands that I thought were like massive bands in their area, they're just like young upstart bands that just like, mm. they can kind of draw a crowd, but you know, not really like not saying that they're not good. I, I definitely mm. don't want to put that out there, but it's one of those deals where I was, so 
there was a musician from Nashville that was going out to the UK, and uh, she she was on the this show called American Songland. Okay. Uh, where basically they go like three artists, they present like an original tune, and the judges are like, "Oh, I like this song and this song," and then they just the two face off and they kind of go through and uh, commercialize it pretty much and just kind of make it like a commercial song. And so we had a musician that we had on the podcast a while back, uh, and she was on there, and she was going out to the UK, and I was looking at her schedule, and I recognized one of the names on there, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, And the artist that was out in the UK, I thought was like a really big artist, like she was doing tours around Europe, you know, just like all these really big tours. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, I was like, oh, so uh, you, you um, you got Jess to come out and uh, open for you. That's really cool. She's like, uh, no, I'm opening for her. It's amazing that she's out here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, what? What? Did it? You know, it's n- nothing against either musician. No, yeah. really good, but it's just like, I my perspective is all skewed, I guess. I don't know. So. Well, no, well, the, what, what I really think it is, um, man, I keep having this conversation with so many people. Um, and maybe I just think too deeply on yeah. things, but I, I look at the world around me and like the way things get consumed and stuff. And I mean... I, I honestly think like, you know, music will never die. I mean, music is is definitely a guttural, emotional thing. They'll never go away. But like, you know, bands used to tour the high like high school gymnasiums in the fifties, and like the whole town would go to see this this band, you know, because that's how they discovered music and that's how they had a good time. But mm-hmm. now you can, and this is I'm saying a knock doors. This is this is cool, but you can pull up your Spotify or your Apple or whatever. And you can get all that right there, and it kind of devalues the like. Oh, why would I go to a show? You know, and then not, and then back to the stream thing is like, you and I both know there's streams are can be arbitrary, man, because it, it can either you can either have a legit hundred thousand month listeners, but nobody comes to your shows because yeah. that's just not your demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's the people too that like they have all these followers and they have all these streams, and mm-hmm. you know you can pay for bots. Everybody yeah. knows it, and it's like, uh, so it's super arbitrary, but. But even besides that, let's let's stick to the people who are like really doing it and really yeah. do have the following. I mean, it's just like I just don't think. I mean, they definitely ain't coming to my shows, but but, <laughs> but, but but like I don't know, man. People people don't go consume. I think like they used to, um, which is something we've been discussing. Is like once again running the festival yeah. gives me gives me insight and perspective that I never had before. It's like I definitely used to be a, a jackass and like oh yeah. well, like well they should pay us good to come play and like oh, no 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 it's like. Well, what are we doing for them? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're bringing them our, our art and our soul and all that stuff. But if we can't bring bodies in the door, well, we're hurting them too. So yeah. it's, it's a two way street. And, but, but that being said, it's like, okay, well maybe, maybe instead of driving around, getting more and more bitter, trying to play shows that, that nothing's happening at, we'll just look at how the, how it's happening right now is people, people are erupting on, on streams or yeah. on social medias and stuff like that, then they start touring. You yeah. know, I know I have a couple friends. I have one that was doing it, but just like me, we were literally doing the exact same thing yeah. for all this time. And then, uh, but it wasn't at one of his shows that shot him to the roof. Yeah. He, he posted a, a Facebook video of him playing his new single from like the album launched his career. Now he's out there on the real circuit. He's yeah. national tour. He's, he's like, he's doing, he's, he's just creeping into the national touring yeah. stuff, but like tearing it up across Texas. And this other gal I know, she had pretty much quit kind of playing around. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to release this bedroom album and it caught fire. And she's like playing, she's in the top five on headlining across the state, you know? Yeah. And it's so funny. Just a few years ago, it was like, Oh, you know, like I'm not really trying. And it's like, 
ah, I see a trend here. It's like, it's like we don't have to bang our head against the wall like doing it really. Yeah, you, you know, 40, 50 years ago, you had to go out and play four mm-hmm. nights a week to get known, noticed. But now work on your craft, work on your product and make something that people mm-hmm. want to hear. And it will happen, you know, yeah. and, and, and like, but it's just, I, I don't know, man. And even, but even when that happens, you might be hot on TikTok or yeah. hot on whatever. And you, 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 you get management, all these people come in and want to play ball with you, but then you go to, you know, Chicago yeah. and some cool little, little like music venue and yeah. two people are there, but you have 140,000 monthly listeners, you know, yeah. it's like, it's so weird, man. It's, yeah. And I, I know people like that. So it's, it's all changing. It's all different, but it's, uh ultimately like make your music and enjoy doing it you know yeah it's like i or last weekend i worked on an article for the website or for the live and amplified website i haven't really promoted it yet because it just been a crazy week and i was just like "Eh, i'll get around to promoting it but like i wrote down like six things that i feel like people need to be doing to get their music out there post pandemic and one like for me i there's still something to be said to just if you have the ability, like, I'm a little bit older than you. I just realized, for, for whatever reason, I thought we were about the same age, but I'm a little bit older than you. But, you know, we're both at a point in our lives where if I was a musician, I'm probably not going to go hit the road for six months just yeah. to try and make it work. Right. But you got these kids that are 18 that are solid musicians. They can mm. write a song. They can play a lick. You know, they can do this whole thing. Those are the ones that need to go hit the... Oh, you, you got a $2,000 saved up? Hit the road and see where it takes you. And yeah. if you come back with no money, well, guess what? You just had the best $2,000 vacation in your a life. Vacation, and you learn so much from being yeah. out there, man. It really, really is. like. Um, and there's nothing yeah, there's nothing wrong with touring, you know. Really, yeah. I, I, I had a band in, like, high school and stuff, and we, we did it we did it really good around here. And then, uh, you know, had high prospects kind of thing, and we just never... Failure to launch kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and then I quit for so long and I really got back into this about four years ago. And I joke that we have, it's like, it's like, I know too much now. I know yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like, I kind of wish I could go back just being like, let's get, like you said, yeah. If you're, if you're 18, if you're hell, if you're 24, you're still yeah. like, like get out there, just do it. But like, you know, then you get to a point, it's not being bitter. It's just like, it's like aware of some things. You're like, this doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping in the back of a Honda Civic right now yeah. with three other dudes and like, you know, we've been eating cheeseburgers for five days straight and uh, drinking whiskey every night, which I did that for many years. And yeah. now I just can't. I just can't do it the same. So it's, yeah. it's a, but yeah, we're yeah. trying to build it up and then get get the following first, then then have the venues call us kind yeah. of thing. Like, hey, you want to come do this? So yeah. I, I had the realization about back in 2017 that sleeping in the back of the car with three dudes just ain't gonna cut it no more like (laughs) like we still go out we tour and we we bust our ass to get to places Mm -hmm. like we keep such a tight schedule that we bust our ass to get to places but nowadays it's just like unless there's a hotel in there somewhere i'm not interested right because we we did this thing where we followed a punk band around they were doing a it was right around the time that uh, Vegas, or Nevada legalized mm-hmm. marijuana. And so they were doing a big old comic book marijuana convention and they got asked to headline and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's like a once in a lifetime thing. They asked us like, hey, we want to do like a tour life documentary type deal. Oh, that'd be And I was awesome. just like, all right, cool. And so we went first night. We were up in, like, northern New Mexico. This dude brought us out. It was 4th of July. He was like, 
yeah, I got this venue in the back, you know, can't pay you anything, but you can play for tips. It's like, cool. Right, right. Um, so he comes in, they play, and he's like, well, just to save you guys some money, you guys could stay over at my place. And we go in, we all walk in, and we're all just like corralled in his living room. The trippy thing was that his place had just gotten raided by the FBI three oh, days earlier, so he had no front God. door. Oh, and we're out in like God. northern New Mexico, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, all right, this? <laughs> what's going on here? And then we walk in, he has no electric, no nothing. He's like, sorry, I'm late on my bills. And I'm like, oh, fuck, is this guy about to ask us to help pay his bills or what? You know, right. whatever. It is. Like, he's a cool dude. Like, right. dude was cool, but whatever. But. It all checked out. But yeah, that dude, that's that, that's that road life stuff, though. Yeah, like one night in Kentucky, I played this little, did this little solo run. And uh, yeah, this dude was like, came up afterwards, like, you know, it's it's funny by the way for everybody who thinks like, oh yeah, you just like. And at the time I was single, like this bachelor musician, yeah. you're out there just getting laid every night. It's like no, no. And in reality, it's always the drunk dude. Like, man, you killed it tonight. Go party with me. And I was like, I think I told him like, you know, I pulled the skeevy move and was like, I don't have any money. You have to buy the drinks. He's like, that's fine. He's like, <laughs> and I learned very quickly this guy was like the town drunk dude. Yeah. And uh, we went over to this other place and and literally the bartender was like, get out of here. Like he was that he had that yeah. bad a reputation. He's like, oh, they just don't like me here. I'm like, they know exactly who you are. So we went to this. We ended up in a bowling alley that had a bar. Yeah. He's like, trust me, this is the spot. It was not the spot. It's just like <laughs> the only place that served out. They were the only place that had a liquor license, so they served till two. But it was a bowling alley. Yeah. And it was in Bowling Green. So it was like yeah. kind of, then it was out of school. So there was still some leftover college kids. Yeah. But like, we ended up with this group and it wasn't going bad. But this guy got so pissed drunk and he was like, it was, it, then it was bad, man. I yeah. ended up sleeping <laughs> in the back of my Suburban at the time in Bowling Green, dude. Just, yeah. I've been, I've uh, lived in so Bowling stupid. Green for nine months. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it, and then I woke up the next day and drove all the way to West Virginia. It was like an hour late for my gig. And it was just, it's just like, yeah. People don't, they're just like, oh man, that's so fun. And it is fun. It is, yeah. but it's like, oh, there's a lot of like, it's shitty sometimes. <laughs> it's like when you're doing it out of a car or like yeah. something like that. One day, one day when we got a tour bus, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you, like, we were up in Arizona, we got chased off the Navajo Indian Reservation. Oh, and I'm just sitting there, God. I'm like, yo, we're all like in our 30s and 40s. What the hell are we doing Right, here? right, right. This and he's like it was one guy that was trying to get laid from a girl he had met the last yeah, time he came through is, yeah and he was just and come to find out that it, the girl's boyfriend was at the show and he, he was like an abusive alcoholic oh no and he was like downing fifths of vodka like it was nothing right right and i'm like i saw the shit turn starting to turn south i turned to jeff i'm like dude car's right here we're leaving yeah we gotta go <laughs> the band was right behind us because they had their own car and i was just like i don't know if i want to keep doing this and then we ended up in the walmart parking lot and uh, i'm just sitting there i'm like what the fuck are we doing right, right. <laughs> I, i'm over this shit so but yeah nowadays it's just like anytime we go out nope there's got to be a hotel in there somewhere like i don't mind driving through the night every once in a while but you need a real shower you need, need a real yeah, yeah real uh Real bad, yeah. yeah, for sure. But uh, it's been great chatting with you. Great catching up. Hopefully, uh, Same, can't wait to get out there in October. And I never been in South Texas that late, but I'm imagining it's nice weather. Oh, it's warm. You're gonna love it. You're gonna be like, oh, Texas is kind of nice. Like, yeah, it's it's it. I'm gonna live there one day. Yeah, it's like the nice. I would say New Braunfels, San Marcos, that that whole little region, yeah. Canyon Lake, like, yeah, hill yeah. country. It's it's beautiful, man. Yeah, it's for really sure. Nice, it's but. a. It, it's one of those things where. You know, I'm not from here, and it's 
I, I don't know if Texas is the long-term play, but I, I just had an interesting conversation where it's like, oh, maybe I'll be here for a little bit. So, Because right. the plan was always for the longest time to go to Nashville. Nashville made sense. And then I was talking to a few people. They're like, well, Austin makes a lot of sense too. And I'm like, right, right. And I could live within reasonable distance of Austin and like, yeah. you know, live on the outskirts of Austin. Musicians will drive in oh, yeah, 40 easy. minutes, whatever, you know. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. That's the move, man. Stick around. <laughs> it's it's the only place where I can go into a store and nobody knows who I am, but it's like, oh, hey, you're like family. Cool. Yeah, I yeah. dig it. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants to check you out on social, any of that fun stuff, where's the best place to do it? It's, uh, so, I changed everything recently, but it's <laughs> Dustin Brown songs. It actually got easier. You know, it used to be Dust Bro musical yep. and everything, but uh, Dustin Brown songs. Because there's already a music and there's already a this, that, and the other because it's a very common name. But, uh, yeah, Dustin Brown Songs, the website is still www.dustbromusico.com. Uh, and that's where the, the inner jam down the river information is and the landing page. And if you Google it, it will show up. You might have to scroll down. But if you do it on any other search platform, it'll pop up immediately. Um, just so you know. Yeah. And, uh yeah, that's all the stuff, man. And so, YouTube, Dustin Brown songs. I got a, I got a fresh uh, music video out right now. It's doing really good for that, that, that single. So go check that out. Nice. I definitely will go check that out. I, you know, it's funny. You, I didn't realize till right before you got here that you changed everything. I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's like Dust Pro Musico. Where's yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah. And then I went back and looked at the messages on Instagram there. And I was like, oh. It's different now. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know. I, I got to make things difficult. Yeah, and I'll probably all, change it again a year from now. It's all good, man. It <laughs> all plays. But absolutely blast chatting with you. Thank you for hanging out with us and making time to come do this thing. This is a new thing. We're going to try and do it. I'm going to say once a month, but right now it's like every other week, which is a lot better than I thought it would be. So, um, But yeah, once again, thank you for hanging out with us, and we thank will you. catch you all later. See you all later, guys. Yep. Oh, stop.